Participate, engage, speak out. Use your voice to be an effective advocate. The Voices in Advocacy podcast examines the diverse landscape of advocacy, exploring the ins and outs of building influence, driving change, and creating champion advocates. It's now time for the Voices in Advocacy podcast with your host, Roger Rickard. Hello and welcome to the Voices in Advocacy podcast. I'm Roger Rickard, and this is the podcast dedicated to the art of becoming a more influential advocate. And if you're already an advocate, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is for the people that work and engage in advocacy efforts for their organizations, be they associations, trade organizations, and nonprofit cause groups. If you're one of these people, then this podcast is for you. And finally, if you're looking to assist an organization by becoming an advocate for them, then this podcast is for you. You see, my goal here is to help you by educating, engaging, and activating you to become a champion for the causes you care about with enthusiasm while providing you with powerful lifelong habits enabling you to become a superior advocate. In today's episode, I discuss how to help govern now that the election is over and it's time to move on. But first, it's time to introduce you to one of our sponsors for today's episode, Trekker Leather Company. Whether you're looking for leather journals, sketchbooks, or accessories, you will find high-quality premium leather styled by artisan craftsmen. I love the look and feel of my leather journal, and I know you will too. So go to trekkerleather.com. That is trekker, T-R-E-K-K-E-R, leather.com. These handmade leather goods influenced by the ranchers of the American Southwest make great gifts, which can be personalized and customized for anyone in any occasion. So after the podcast, go to trekkerleather.com to get yours. Hey, tell them Roger sent you. Now, let's get started. You will find as you listen to my podcast that I like to use a lot of quotations from others to make my point. Let's start with one today. Daniel Webster, a 19th century U.S. statesman and U.S. senator from Massachusetts said, quote, it is the people's constitution of the people, by the people, and answerable to the people. Boy, does that sound familiar. That's almost taken from Abraham Lincoln in the Gettysburg Address that was about 40 years after Daniel Webster stated this. The point is, it is our role and responsibility as the people of this great nation to help govern. It is the people's government, and as citizens, we are a major player. Now, there's been plenty of talk about what to do now. The election is over, and we're getting down to the business of governing. I want to share with you a recent call I got from a longtime friend who said, man, I I feel the need to speak out about how I want our government to operate. I really feel like I need to get involved. I'm just not sure how. Can you help? Well, many people are feeling the exact same way that this person is, and they too don't know how to participate in shaping the government they want. Former Speaker of the House of Representatives Tip O'Neill is famous for saying, all politics is local. 
and boy, was he right. Let me prove it to you now. Did you know that there are approximately 538,000 elected officials in the United States? Let me repeat that number. There are 538,000 elected officials in the United States. Now, only two of these people are elected to national office. That is the president and the vice president. The remainder are all elected at the local, city, county, or state levels. And of the 538,000 elected officials in the U.S., a whopping 529,000 are elected at the local level. So, if you want to create political influence, the easiest place to start is literally in your own backyard. See, democracy is not a spectator sport. It is a full-contact sport. And to play, one must be prepared. With that, I would like to share some ways to get engaged from my book, Seven Actions of Highly Effective Advocates. The first action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is believe. The word believe means that you have the confidence in the truth of something or someone. You see, cynicism is for the hopeless. Belief is for the hopeful. Only if one believes in something can one act purposefully. Belief provides the impetus to do something, to take actions with purpose, to make a difference. Your belief in your cause will act as your compass when times get tough. The second action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is be informed. Read newspapers, magazines, and blogs. Listen to podcasts and radio and watch television shows that help you stay abreast of issues concerning you or your business. Check websites of organizations that produce studies on these issues to supplement the information that you receive from the media. In other words, get educated. Know what's happening regarding the cause that you care about. The third action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is the ability to discuss the issues. Share the information that you get amongst your peer groups and friends. Talk to them and listen to their views about these issues. Sharing opinions and insights will help you shape and refine your own beliefs. Even those people whose opinions oppose yours have valuable points of view. Discussion is the first step towards finding the truth and understanding where you stand on that particular issue. The fourth action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is get on the record. Write, call, or meet with key stakeholders on the topics that concern you. Voice your opinion. Speak out and let your voice be heard. Freedom of speech is your constitutional right. You have the freedom to voice your opinion and do so. There are many ways to do so, and I'm going to share one of them in the tip of the week. The fifth action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is be a resource. As you continue to monitor the development of, speak out on behalf of, and support the issues you believe in, the more likely you are to become a valued resource on that particular issue. 
You can now bring great knowledge and experience to your community, the media, and elected officials to further your advocacy efforts. You can become the resource to the elected official on that particular topic. They need your help. The sixth action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is volunteer. One of the best commitments you can make is of your time, giving time, energy, or talent to any individual or group for which the individual is not paid defines volunteerism. You know the old adage, the more you give, the more you get. Well, I can tell you it certainly holds true in most cases, and particularly when you're volunteering for the issues and causes that matter the most to you. The benefit and the reward of giving of yourself often outweighs the means to which you give. The seventh and final action of the seven actions of highly effective advocates is contribute. Put your money where your mouth is. A financial contribution to a charitable cause, political candidates or parties, or issue organizations is another means toward your personal power of influence. You can make a difference when you commit dollars to organizations, campaigns, foundations, and charities that support your cause. As the people in We the People, it is important for us to engage and become communities of concerned citizens. Let's end with another quote I live by. This one from the 26th President of the United States, Theodore Roosevelt. Quote, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out where the strong have stumbled or how the doer could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is in the arena, his face marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and falls short again and again. There is no effort without error, but he who tries, who know the great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, at best know the triumph of achievement, and at the worst fails while daring. His place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who know neither victory or defeat. End quote. So let me repeat the credit belongs to the man who is in the arena. Are you willing to accept the challenge of governing? Will you be in the arena striving to create a more perfect union? It's up to you. You can decide. So in future episodes, we will dive deeper into the tactics of being a highly effective advocate. Now let me know if I can assist you in educating your stakeholders on how to be an effective advocate for your issues and causes you care about the most. And now it's time for the advocacy tip of the week. Today's tip is writing letters to the editor. Earlier, I told you that 50, let me repeat that. Earlier, I told you that 529,000 out of 538,000 elected officials in the United States are locally elected. With that in mind, a good way to have your voice heard is through writing letters to the editor of your local newspaper. Here are some useful tips on writing 
letters to the editor. First, make your letter timely. Address a current issue and tie your issue to a recent event, article, letter, or editorial that would recently appeared in the newspaper that you're writing to. Be aware of the coverage and editorial position of the paper, if you can, to which you are writing. Support and refute specific statements and address relevant facts that might have been ignored. Now, do not make blanket attacks on the media or on the newspaper. That would be a no-no. Make only one or two points in your letter. State the points clearly and ideally in the first sentence. Keep your letter brief and to the point. And please, use your spell check and then proofread and read out loud your letter. Check the letter specifications of the newspaper to which you are writing. The instructions for writing are usually on the letters page of that particular publication. Length and format requirements vary from paper to paper. Most papers will only use your letter if you include your name, signature, address, and phone number. Not only does including this information give credibility to your letter, but the editor may need to reach you with a question or comment about your letter. And get other people to write letters with you. This will show that the community is concerned about this issue and the media coverage of it. If a newspaper gets letters for many people on the same issue, they will likely publish one or two. Even if your letter doesn't get published, someone else's might. We have another fabulous sponsor of this show, Rocket SEO. They provide marketing solutions for any firm looking to dominate their industry on the web, specializing in local business marketing, e-commerce, videography, photography, and podcasting. They assist in the Voices and Advocacy podcast. So if you want your online marketing to soar, contact RocketSEO.com, Rocket is spelled R-O-K-I-T. So go to rocketseo.com and tell them you heard about them from the Voices in Advocacy podcast. Just a couple of quick announcements here at the end of this episode. The first is, is, is if you are interested in being a guest on my show, please go to rogerrickard.com and click on Contact Us to... Let us know your interest and why we should have you on the show. I would love to have you contribute your thoughts because I'm sure you are wiser than I am, and I need your input. In upcoming episodes, you will be treated to great interviews from people that know advocacy, leaders from the world of politics, associations, trade organizations, nonprofits, and those actively engaged advocates. I'm sure you will enjoy these interviews. My next podcast is already available. Go to iTunes and search Voices in Advocacy podcast or go to voicesinadvocacy.podbean.com. We at Voices in Advocacy work with organizations that want to ensure their advocates 
are educated, engaged, and actively supporting your cause. If you have a question or two that you would like me to address here on the podcast, then send me an email directly to roger at voicesinadvocacy.com. Also, I would be extremely grateful if you would rate my podcast in iTunes with a full five stars if you like it. That helps tremendously with keeping my podcast visible so that people who have never heard of it can discover it. Just head over to iTunes to to subscribe today. Go to iTunes to subscribe today. Also, if you'd like to comment on this episode, please go to voicesandadvocacy.podbean.com and click on episode three and scroll to the bottom of the show notes where you can leave a comment or a question. Well, that's it for this episode of Voices in Advocacy. Thank you for joining us. And until next time, remember, you have the power to change lives as an advocate. Go out and make it a better world. We hope you enjoyed today's Voices in Advocacy podcast and look forward to you guys joining us again next week. To learn more about us, go to voicesinadvocacy.com.